Long ago, after the founding, the continent of Terralanter was as verdant as it was violent. A few used its proper name. Many only knew it as the Warlands. The Great Charm Offensive, as it was named, was a ploy to soften the peoples of Terralanter and to make ripe the land for conquest. They had built a great device, built in part by the newly available resources that Terralanter industry provided. The day came, the device was prepped, and it laid waste to the elven countries. A misfire. The device's true purpose is not wholly known, but what happened is only known too well. A mass dispelling of all magical items on the continent and an almost complete destruction of the Vitalis Highlands. It was rendered from the land and shunted to the sea. A once verdant valley land, now just hundreds of bespeckled and small islands. A great magical storm known as the Tear encircles these islands, whose winds carrying grit, glass, and rock gusting fast enough to rip the flesh from bone. In the fallout of the catastrophe, the continent of Terlenter fell back into chaos. Slowly, ever so slowly, civilization returned, as the forces of the Atritian Empire pacified the land. Having won its war and now having an abundance of prisoners, they found a solution. Using great armored ships, they were able to traverse the tear, deposit their prisoners, and left them to create a livable world for themselves. Only told one thing, if they were able to amass enough items of value, they may leave. Thus started a great tradition of the continent of Terlenter moving its problems somewhere else. Eventually the Empire fell, and a new tyranny born. The Mage Lords. Their hold on the continent is absolute, and anyone in their way, if not outright killed, are taken to the islands known as the Badlands. Alright, um, okay, how do we want to start this? Welcome to Dice Populi, or welcome to the to the making of Miami Dice. Um, Better. What is, what, welcome what were the to other... Don't Dice Inside Me. <laughs> 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 welcome uh, to Dice on My Chest, Dice on My Face. <laughs> setting a strange tone. Here we are at the beginning. A new role-playing podcast bravely enters the scene and incidentally your ears. Thank you for welcoming us into your brains as we welcome you to our table. Uh, this is Dice Populi, though the name is apparently still sort of being debated amongst those of us on this podcast, and it might change any day. This is episode oh. zero. 
as it were. We are going to explain who we are, what we're doing, why you should care, why you do care, and hopefully another a few more questions uh, that uh, that will give you a sense of of what Dice Populi is. So, side note. For listeners who are familiar with Real Play Podcasts and do not care to listen to this lovingly crafted preparatory content, you may skip to the first proper episode of the show without consequence. For everyone else, this is a podcast where we are going to try to tell stories together using tabletop role-playing games. Dice Populi is going to feature a few of us. Um, Well, my name is Colin. I am introducing the show and floundering apparently um i just realized i i just realized i don't have my dice near me and that's like a huge fucking mistake that's the name of the show i am going to be dungeon mastering a lot of this uh a lot of this story a lot of this campaign and i would like to introduce the folks that are going to be doing that with me because our format's a little bit different how about we roll for initiative to see the order in which we introduce ourselves am i adding my character's initiative uh, how about you add your own initiative, whatever you think that so is. So like a negative five? Okay. <laughs> yeah, a negative five. Zero, son. Well, I got a two. So. I got a nine twenty. Oh, I got nice. a strong nine. Okay. So we're going to go in order. So, Tat, you had a 20. Um, sorry, mystery person who needs yet to introduce yourself. Uh, who are you and what are you doing here? Uh, hello. My name is Patrick Brem. Um, I'm here because I'm friends with all these losers um <laughs> oof and we're gonna play some dungeons and dragons yeah i'm it's weird though because i'm friends with all of you from different points in my life like colin and matt are from my childhood and then ryan's from college and then josh i've only ever met you on the internet but <laughs> I I actually like i'm just nice. a complicated ai yeah <laughs> Yeah, Josh, I've never seen you, so you could just be a figment of my imagination, and everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I'm here to play some D&D and to DM some D&D, just all about D&D. So who's next up in the initiative order? We had a nat 20. Who's below that? I rolled an 18. Minus five? All right. Uh, I'm Josh. Uh, I'm a figment of your imagination, and uh, I'm very excited to be playing D&D with you guys. I've been playing D&D since I was like... 14, 15, 13, 12, I don't know, somewhere That's in the a lot uh, of ages. Four, 14, early 15, 13, 12. pubescent stages. Um, yeah, no. Hey, guys, I, do you want to play Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> roll for initiative. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be playing with you guys. All right, and who is who had uh, next up under 18 on their roll? Ryan, what'd you have? I had a two, so I think <laughs> I'm pretty safely last unless somebody... Okay. Goes. Yeah, no, I, I had a strong nine, but minus nine is a zero, so... Well, okay. no, I'm kidding. Well, let's go with the nat nine. I'm, uh... Hi, I'm Matt. I... I am here. We're, we're about to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, in my spare time, I enjoy long walks on the beach and avoiding peanut butter at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason other than the sport of it. Nobody laughs. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. Ryan, here. I sympathize with you so much. We're the last of the initiative order. It's me. Hello. I'm your friend, Ryan Mossbarger. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master who you ignore on the daily. Uh, <laughs> what fucking neighborhood do you live in? 
Uh, yeah, I uh, I know all these guys. Well, I, I know some. I know Pat from college. I know Colin from yelling at him over podcasts, <laughs> and I know all the rest from this podcast and preparing <laughs> it. So I feel like we're all friends now. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dungeon mastering the first the first thing that we do the first the first uh, the first real thing the first real thing we do I, so, I do the short straw. So everybody here is saying they're a dungeon master, which might seem confusing to the typical uh, real play. Uh, Wait, real play. You're tabletop. talking about the dice game dungeon master, right? Yeah, and we're not talking about like a sexual dungeon master. Oh uh, right? well, this isn't for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, no whips I'm and so chains unless your character has proficiency. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit in a bunch of sound effects of phones hanging up and then a dial tone and see if people turn off the podcast uh, after we say that. No, so the the format of this podcast is a little different. So I'm the dungeon master in that. I am going to be sort of structuring our first campaign. Now, we are playing Dungeons & Dragons. That could change in the future, but the first game we're playing is a campaign that we are calling Dicey Waters. I will be making sure that the entire campaign is in order because each of my four friends here are going to be running their own one-shots in this world. The idea is we want everybody to get a chance to Dungeon Master to run the game. We also want them to find interesting new things that other DMs might not think of. So we're going to have a pretty rich and varied uh, approach to building a campaign. I exist as the person tying it all together. So I will be running um, an introductory arc called Escape from Farpoint, which will introduce you to the characters in the setting. And the first episode of that should already be in your podcast feed. So if you just want to jump into the action, go right ahead. Um, after that, uh, we're going to have one shots run by Ryan, then Josh, then Matt, then Pat, and each is going to have its own sort of flavor and its own surprises. And I'm the only one who knows anything about them besides the folks running them. So it's going to be surprises for everyone across the board. And it's going to wrap up with me doing a final arc based on everything they've done. That's the format of the show. That's Dice Populi and how the Dicey Waters campaign is going to work. So why don't we actually get into the characters a bit? So the four of you each have player characters that you're going to carry through this campaign. Let's take the same initiative order as before. Pat, uh, why don't you show me, show, why don't you tell us what you got? Who are you going to be bringing to the table? So, uh, my name is Locke, and I've lost everything I ever cared about. You see, I was wrapped up in some questionable enterprises, and I was really, really good at what I did. I wasn't anybody important. But I put my fair share of muscle. The problem is, that wasn't really who I was. I put on this stupid fucking voice to sound tougher and meaner, but really uh, I'm just a guy who's trying to put food on the table. I had a family. A wife. A daughter who meant the world to me. Well, mean the world to me. But I had to lie to them about what I did. If they knew I was some black-tied henchman, it would break their hearts. So. I had to plan to change my ways without her ever finding out. I was in real deep and couldn't just walk away. I knew stuff. I, I, they would have killed me. So whenever I was around the guys, I just started dropping nonchalant comments about some quote-unquote rumors I had heard from management. Things about budget cuts and downsizing. The idea was that this would rile up the troops to get everybody at each other's throats. But even the best laid plans go awry. I got caught destroying some merchandise. All the pieces started falling into place, and they figured out that I was behind everything. And that's how I got here. 
They pinned every single crime the Black Tide ever committed on me, claimed I was the mastermind behind the whole organization. So naturally, my wife found out, couldn't believe she was married to such a monster like me. She took everything, even my daughter, and left. Didn't tell me where she was going or anything, and now I'm stuck in this godforsaken jail cell. And scene. Holy shit, that Woo. was... Ooh, golf clap. That was oh, fantastic. Right. Um, so, so that's a that is a compelling backstory. What's your what's your character build in, in Dungeons right. and Dragons Five E? So Locke is a dragonborn eldritch knight. Um, I don't what know. kind of? What, I didn't know what, that. Well, it's it's fucking. What's the the base class that I have to fucking pick? I fighter, can't fighter, yeah, fighter. fighter. So he's a fighter, yeah. but then you just you spec into eldritch knight. He's uh got a criminal background, obviously. And he's a true neutral alignment because, like, he's not a bad guy per se, but he really only cares about himself and his family. Just because you are a bad guy does not, does not mean, mean you, you are a bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, he's pretty cool, though, because I'm an Eldritch Knight. I got a bunch of cool spells and whatnot. So, I think I took, like, I got Magic Missile, I got Thunder Wave. We got shield, false life, blade ward, shocking grass. So I can do a lot of stuff, and I got my breath weapon because I'm a I'm a badass dragonborn and whatnot. But yeah, he's 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 a little he's got a soft spot because of his daughter, and uh, damn, he he Very, yeah. cares about the the little ones, but he doesn't he doesn't really give a shit about adults, All right. younglings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I use a halberd as my main weapon because fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Solid strategery. <laughs> Josh, you've got a character as well, which that Thank was a you. dumb thing for me to say, but why don't you tell me about it? Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, hello, I am Sir Edmund Montgomery Blackwood. Uh, I was born in the Elven Kingdom of Ilian, the son of the human ambassador of the Kasani people. Uh, Ramon de Santos was his name. We don't say his name a lot anymore. Uh, and my mother was the beautiful Elven Lady Maria Chantel. Uh, she was the cousin and first hand of the Queen of Ilan. Uh, my surname, Blackwood, is given to bastards and interracial children in uh, Ilan, but we won't dwell on that. It's a sore subject. I grew up with three older brothers, but I was the runt of the litter. I was never the biggest or strongest, but damned if I wasn't the quickest. I ran, but I also learned how to hit back. Uh, if you can't hit the hardest, you better hit the most. So at the age of 25, I decided to serve the kingdom of Ilian in the best way I could, and I took an oath of the crown. I became a shield in the Royal Order of the Golden Bark. I used my cunning, swiftness, and force of sheer personality to establish myself in the ranks and be assigned to the Emerald Palace, the uh, palace in the capital of Ilan named Chistain. Uh, I was still relatively new to the order when the evasion happened. The Emperor, uh, the Empire of Kassan, uh, for which my father was still the ambassador, had always been a militaristic empire. They were ambitious and ruthless, they, and when they invaded, my father upheld his oath to the Kassani government and returned to his homeland, betraying my family and leaving me and my brothers to try to scrape together some semblance of honor. The invasion was brutal and swift. In a few weeks' time, the capital city of Chastain was under siege. The royal family barricaded in the Emerald Palace. When the Kasani army stormed the castle, the ensuing conflict was brutal. My brothers were slaughtered, protecting the royal family. My mother was shuttered in with the queen and her royal chambers. I rushed to defend her, but I, I wasn't fast enough that time. I heard her screams as they cut her down, and I will never forget the fear in her voice. I fled from the castle and made my way to my child home, packed up whatever I could carry. 
and amongst my belongings I included a copy of the royal family tree. Now, 75 years later, I still roam the world searching for an heir to the throne. I will find an heir, I will rally the people to overthrow the Kasani, and I will restore peace and order. Now this next part uh, is a little audience participation, so <clears throat> repeat after me. I am the shield of Elan. I am, I am the shield, shield of Elan. Righteous protector of its citizens. Righteous, Righteous protector, protector of, of its citizens. Bastion of its values. Bastion of its values. Paragon of its ideals. Paragon of its ideals. My legacy is my own, my destiny is Elan's. My legacy is my own, my destiny is Elan's. So here I stand, the light and dark. So here I stand, the light and dark. Ilian's champion, it's golden bark. Ilian's champion, it's golden bark. Dude, that's fucking legit. It's so corny, and I fucking love it. <laughs> so, well, I fucking love you. What's the what's what's the build of of this extraordinarily theatrical character? Yeah, so I am playing an oath of the crown paladin for a fallen kingdom. So um, he's kind of has an oath to nothing, um, but you know, still lives up to the ideals um, with a faction agent background. Um, he's a half elf, you know, uh, interracial child there, but he is lawful good still. He upholds his oath whenever he can. Um, trying to spread light in the darkness, and he is a dexterity-based paladin. Um, Paladin's my favorite class, but I've never gone full dex paladin, and it's fucking dope. You never go full and, paladin. Uh, I always <laughs> go full paladin. <laughs> or you at least go part sorcerer, because paladin sorcerer fucking broke. Um, yeah, that's me. That's fantastic. All right, third in the initiative order, we have Matt. Who is it that you're bringing to our table? <clears throat> Hang on, I gotta go back to pubescent voice, Matt. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Maeve. Well, that's not my real name, but even I don't know that. My great, 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 great grandpa was some asthma person thing who had magic powers, but he was very nice, and I think he hurt a lot of people. Anyway, I have magic powers too. I think that's why my actual parents left me with Miri and Anders. Anders was super gruff, but Miri was always super nice to me. She didn't think I looked funny. She said my horns made me special. She even gave me my best friend, Mr. Bear. I was so sad when I found out they weren't my real parents. Anders told me that I had another name and that I didn't belong to them. I was so sad. But I, I didn't mean to start the fire. I, I swear it wasn't my fault and nobody believes me. The bad man took me away and said I was in a lot of trouble, but I, I didn't do it on purpose. And I'll have to remember Miriam Anders as Mr. Bear. And if I'm not Maeve, then who am I? Scene. Damn. <laughs> I keep forgetting that, like, I'm not just listening to something that already exists and I have to talk to you guys because you I'm honestly kind of wrapped up in this. So Maeve. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell us a bit about Maeve's build? What's the so she is a uh, sorcerer, uh, a wild mage variant. Uh, she has a little bit of a uh, demonic uh, background. That's why I made her a tiefling. She has a bit of a fear of fire due to her uh, accidental lighting her family house. She tends to av try to avoid combat, but she'll try to support others to the best of her ability. Fair enough. Last up, we have Ryan. 
It's me, a cult. Uh. <laughs> it's a me. It's a me, a cult. I approve uh. this new character choice. <laughs> I am cult. I have lived in the Badlands all my life. When I was a boy, I helped tend to my father's boat. I remember the scent of fresh fish as we would carry them to my mother. I had a good life. Like all things in the Badlands, it was not to last. My father grew ill, not of flesh, but of mind. Every day his anger grew, as did his lust for the drink. My life shattered the day he strangled my mother. He was regretful when his rage had subsided. It did not stop him from selling me to the temple. I hated him and the prison he sold me to. But it satiated my thirst for knowledge. I studied relentlessly, prayed for guidance, stole from the dark places I was told not to go. If I was to bring my mother back, I would need every dark secret, every whisper of power, every glimpse of arcana I could find. I found a ritual behind the leather binding of an old manuscript. If done, it would show me the truth of the universe. It required a living sacrifice to rend the fabric of the planes of their secrets. My father was an unwilling but fortuitous ritual component. I used my father's still living blood to draw the spell circle, and I slew him over it. I said the words of power, and the weave of reality split around me, and I saw into the vast oblivion. What I learned, what I saw, not only burned into my mind, but ravaged my body. Destroying my youth, I I burned down that temple. I burned down my village. I burned down that entire island. We are just meat on strings. Puppets. Living. Dead. In between. All the same strings. But now I will pull on them. And scene. Jesus fucking, fucking Christ. Nuts, dude. Wow. Holy, it took, holy hell. It took all of my willpower not to laugh when you said ravage my body. Ravage my body. Ravage my body. What's the build of cult? So cult's a bit of a, he's a multi-class. Uh, so he's one, his first class was cleric, uh, knowledge domain, uh, as, you know, trying to symbolize his search for knowledge. And then abrupt switch into necromancer. So he's a bit mixed. It gives him some interesting abilities. Uh, I was given very poor stats, so I think it reflects kind of the crippling that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only have one stat that has anything uh, above a, a one. <laughs> There's some negatives in there. <laughs> There's a lot of negatives. <laughs> Uh, so he, because of his unique build, it allows him to wear armor. Um, it gives him a lot of extra little, uh, the knowledge domain cleric gives him a lot of little buffs and, uh, toolbox type of, uh, spells. He also, uh, I mean, I'm human, so, but I took the variant human thing. So I took a feat and I gave myself Warcaster, um, just so he can, he can wield a weapon and a shield and still perform the somatic, uh, components of a spell. 
Um, but yeah, he's 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 a gnarly guy. He's not very nice. I believe his alignment is chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah, it's chaotic evil. He's not a nice man. Um, and he really likes to burn things, which I think it puts him at odds with Maeve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a All right. Yeah. So those are the those are the characters that are going to populate uh, our Dicey Waters campaign and each um the the little bit of writing you just heard from each of them you're going to get to hear a lot more later so that's uh that's hopefully kind of exciting for you uh so to get to like the housekeeping stuff uh dice populi we're a part of uh the common geeking program so the website for this is going to be commongeekingprogram.com slash dice populi for more info dice populi is going to release the first and third wednesdays of every month it'll be mostly bi-weekly except for those months with the extra wednesday um, but to try to get you guys uh, into it a little faster, and because we want you guys to enjoy this show as much as possible, the first arc, Escape from Farpoint, we're going to be putting those episodes out weekly. So you have this and episode one in the feed right now. Next week, you'll have episode two. We're going to finish Escape from Farpoint and a little piece of, of, of interlude content before going bi-weekly for a regular show once Ryan begins his uh, his little one shot here in the dicey waters campaign and if you guys enjoy the show please share like we're doing this for fun because we enjoy it and we we want to bring other people into the loop i've even started like putting some pdfs together to see if like i can put the adventures into documents but i don't we don't really know what we're going to do with that just yet but uh if there's any interest let us know we can see what we can do um but as far as production the five of us are performing and writing and everything but for editing that's all matt matt is going to be doing that and i'll be doing music and sound design you heard a little of that here it'll be more cohesive in a proper episode i promise that so yeah these are the folks that are going to make up the show is it, uh, we've already got a few in the can. Uh, do you, uh, any of you guys have anything else you want to say or bring up before we before we wrap this prelude? Uh, I don't think so. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> if you don't, tell us why you don't. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's a big thing. I think I, for when we do debriefing episodes between between one shots, I would love to uh, I'd love to even talk with you guys about like what works and what doesn't because. Um, I mean, it, there aren't a lot of games where it's all DMs. That's a pretty yeah. unique thing. I think that's going to be fun. we're going to critique the hell out of each other. <laughs> yes. It's I'm like, also <laughs> just probably the DM who has the least knowledge on the rules, so I ask a lot of questions. Oh, oh, I will challenge you very hard on that one. I, I haven't... My regular campaign has not met regularly in a while, so I, I think I've slipped on most of the actual things. I'm mostly leaning on Ryan and Josh to correct me. Well, don't worry. When everyone's a rules lawyer, no one is. <laughs> well, actually, I looked on page 194 of the player handbook, and right. I think it's, it's different. <laughs> All right, cool. So I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up there, just to give you a little taste of what's coming. Um, I am Colin Ketchin. I'll be the game master for Dicey Waters. Uh, the five of us are going to jointly operate a Twitter, Instagram handle, at Dice Populi. So hopefully that'll be fun. We'll each have our own stuff to put up there, and we'll post when new episodes release. Um, but yeah, if you want to find me online, I'm at Sana Colin K. Pat, do you want people to find you online too? Uh, if they feel like it, um, depending on where you try to find me, it's either Pure Riffery or Patty Ice Official. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to uh, tell you which one is which. You just, you just have to figure it out. 
It's a little bit of a clue. Roll insight. <laughs> Josh, uh, I'm guessing, uh, how about you? Is there any any uh, sort of following you want to engage in? No. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> i not active on social media. Mm. And, and, and Ryan? I have a Twitter handle. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. You feel free to try and find me, you fucking suckers. But uh, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get on my Twitter, uh, it's Ryan R Y A N underscore M O S S B, um, and then you should find me. I'll probably have like two other followers. <laughs> All right, get at uh, me. Cool. Uh, so the the Common Geeking Program page on Facebook is where we'll try to put out. Uh, the most frequent updates and as big changes come we'll put those on commongeekingprogram.com where you can find Dice Populi there thanks for taking a listen uh, and I hope that you enjoy the adventures Come in.